This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. Speaking of exact opposite, I have the lovely sidekick and co-host, Ramon B. Do I look ready today? You do look ready. You look extremely ready. If there is such a thing, that is what you are. Now, did you know that this is the 200th episode? That's right. That you and I have done all 200 together. You've never had a fill-in guy. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever, nobody's ever filled in for me. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to fill in for either of us, Mm -hmm. but that's beside the point. Now, I noticed that you know, down the hall, we you have this complicated booth full of dials and uh, what do you call that stuff in there? Uh, dials and stuff. Dials and stuff. Yeah. And then down the hall, there's uh, Jeremy, mm-hmm. you know, and he's got the same – is it the same pretty oh, much? Oh, his is a little older, believe it or not, than what I'm working <laughs> oh, with. Is that right? Yeah, that, that console. Yeah. Okay. So he got that down at um, – I got the shiny new stuff. This was uh, – No, he got was, his from Goodwill. It looks like that. This was probably brand new in 1980. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I was brand new in 1980. Not Weren't really, we all? Not, not, to, not for real. So uh, in there, there is a caricature of you. Have you seen that? I have. <laughs> Did you draw that? Yes, we had a... Uh, Self-portrait? Well, there was a Zoom meeting for the Christmas party during the COVID time. And they wanted us all to have the cameras up. So I went ahead and made that little uh, drawing there. And that's what they saw on the camera. Wow. Okay. So and somebody if, liked uh, it, and they said... Now, if any of the copy. listeners would like to get an autographed copy of that, what would they have to pay? Well, I wouldn't charge the fans because... No, no, the only no, reason no. I'm Trust here. me, people will, will want it if it's free. That's right. So at least charge a dollar, and then no Fair one enough. will want it. Exactly. Okay. All right. Uh, I think we always, even on the 200th episode of Broadcast Excellence, we, we uh, start with the headlines of the day. Broadcast excellence, huh? Again, this is actual paper, actual headline. Uh, mermaiding. Have you heard of this thing? Mermaiding? Mermaiding. Now, now uh, one of our guests on the show, um, I shouldn't say his name. I'm not going to say his name. But he has a girlfriend that does this. Oh, I, I do recall that. He has yeah. a mermaid girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Florida. And uh, so mermaiding is where you dress up like an imaginary, fictitious thing. Yeah, I figured that much, yeah. And uh, and it's becoming very popular, evidently. Really? So I'm thinking, oh, this is a bad thing. It'll catch on and people will want to dress up like fake imaginary things like unicorning or maybe being a journalist that's enough of that. Let's put that over. One of those the, uh, fedoras with the uh, press in the in the side. <laughs> yeah. You, of course you got to have that. You got to talk like, "Yeah, okay, here's the deal." I, okay, okay. Uh, let's get to the bottom of what we're going to talk about today. Oh, we've already reached that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I wasn't hearing the in my left ear. I can't hear anything. Is that right? 
And now I can all of a sudden. You, you fixed it. My goodness. That was Thank quick. you. Okay. You're welcome. So the equipment, again, is from 1980. Mm-hmm. So if the left earpiece isn't working, here's probably. Here's a comment that may go beyond just the studio and That's into exactly life. exactly what we want. Something that, that you can use outside of the padded cell or the studio, as I like to call it. If all else fails... Jiggle the wire. Yeah. No, that's right. Because we used to have the TVs where you would uh, uh, jiggle stuff and mm-hmm. then it would, you know, you'd have to, they have rabbit ears. Remember the rabbit ears? You were Vaguely that. gay, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or you'd go up on the roof. They had this thing on the roof. That I remember like, those big antennas. Oh, yeah. my goodness. This is right next to the evaporative cooler, which was a pigeon nest in my experience. <laughs> All right. So uh, skipping steps is what we're going to talk about today. So on the 200th episode, we want to talk about mistakes get made when people skip steps. So I was on a coaching call this morning with the lovely Robin Denio. Do you remember Robin? She was that wacky chick from Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. She's fun. I mean, that's just plain fun. boyfriend who plays in a band or something like that? No, she has a – I don't remember that. She, She has a husband. She may have and a boyfriend, boyfriend too. That's a separate issue. We're not going to get into that. edit that out. I know she has a husband because I met him. He's lovely. And I can't remember if he plays in a band or not. But um, but this the topic was, you know, she had called somebody and uh, left a message and the people called back. And she got a little off track, but she's brand new, so that's okay. Very experienced, very highly qualified as a fearless agent. So she is somebody you would want to refer business to. But she got a little off track like we all do sometimes. You and I have gotten off track, way, way mm-hmm. off track of the show here. I mean, my goodness. Seems to be a theme. And we're still fine. You know, it's fine. So uh, the idea is you want to, and and those of you tuning in, if there are any people tuning in, is there anybody just, listening? Just, just, a, just a quick reminder. People don't tune in. To a podcast? Oh, I see that. Download. This is Walter Cronkite, and you were there. Okay, that's the way. It There's used the to journalist we're looking for. <laughs> exactly. You know, my dad hated Walter Cronkite. Really? Oh. More of a Dan rather? No, no. My dad was uh, the guy that when Kennedy was assassinated, I was sure he had something to do with it. You know, he was a oh. right wing zealot and. You know, he knew that Walter Cronkite was a left-wing uh, nut, which turns out later to be true. Yeah. You know, they have the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism yeah. right over here. We're pointing to it. We yeah. are pointing over right that here on away. the podcast. For those of you tuning in over the radio, it's over that away. That That's away. how we point. Pointing is always good on the radio. But anyway, um, why did I bring that up? Oh, so here's the – we're skipping steps. So what you want to do – in every real estate sales situation that you find yourself in, is differentiate yourself from your competition. So that's so we're pretending we're on the phone. She made a cold call, and then the person calls back, leaves a message, and she's going to call him back. Now is the moment of truth. So you get one opportunity to do this right the first time. Now, if you screw it up the first time, you do get another opportunity maybe to do it right the second time or third. But number one, differentiate yourself from the competition. Okay, so write that down. Step one, differentiate. Then step two is sell them on the product. Okay. Step three, 
is crush the competitors. Now, this assumes that they're not rushing you off the phone and you have time and they're playing along. Step four, resell them on the product. And then step five is find out when is the soonest, then we go to when. Okay, so untrained real estate agents trained by other coaches who really don't know how sales works, uh, they go to immediately to when. They say, hey, I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. They don't even do that right. They're always saying, hey, I got buyers in the area that are interested in your area or I just sold the one down the street or we just listed the one over across the street, that kind of baloney, which makes it uh, – well, that hurts your cause. Let's put it that way. So you're, first you ask a survey question. You know, I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. So she had left the message, the fearless agent message. She said, hi, this is Robin with um, uh, Crit Real Estate and I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. If you have any plans of moving ever, please call me at you know whatever her number is. So the person did call back. They said, we are thinking of selling our house and I think they mentioned something about um, – the price or something being important to them or whatever. So step number one would be to differentiate yourself from every other realtor. Well, how do you do that? Well, it's by not saying all the crazy stuff that other real estate agents say. Like the immediate thing that most poorly trained agents would say is when, because it's all about me getting paid quick, when are you thinking of selling your house? So fearless agents always start with differentiating yourself from every other agent. So you don't ask when. You say, where are you moving to? Now, this person said, well, I don't really want to talk about that. Okay. So the reason she doesn't want to talk about it perhaps is because it's embarrassing to talk about. So maybe it's a divorce or maybe, you know, who knows? They lost their job, some people. And it really – isn't my business. But let's say they do say where. Then to differentiate myself from the com my competitors is I'm going to say, where are you moving to? Then they'd say, oh, we're moving to Georgia. Okay. When you go to Georgia, are you planning on renting or are you going to buy something? No, we're going to buy something. Okay. When you buy something, is it going to be a condo or is it going to be a house? No, it's going to be a house. Uh, is it going to be bigger than the one you're selling or is it going to be smaller than the one you're selling? No, it's going to be bigger. Do you think it will be more expensive or less expensive? No, it's probably going to be less expensive. Is it important to you that it's less expensive or would it be okay if it was more? No, we, we want it to be less expensive. So that tells me they have a money issue. Okay, Now, these people in real life said they had a money issue. But I'm looking for the money issue, but I'm doing it in a way that looks like I care. Is it going to be more expensive or less expensive? It's going to be more expensive. Okay, that's a money issue. So now I've differentiated myself from the competition. Okay, Now they know I care more about them because I asked more questions about them than any other agent ever would. And it's about where they're going and their money problem, which I didn't mention, but 
them saying, yes, it's going to be more expensive, reveals to them that, yeah, they have a money problem. Now I'm going to sell them on the product, okay? And you've heard us do that on the show. If I have an amazing strategy, and I do, and no other agent has it, and I know you know they do not have it, and it would 1,000% guarantee you that the buyer would, in fact, grossly overpay for your house, and they'd be very happy that they did, and you would end up netting after all the expenses are paid, tens of thousands of dollars that you could never get any other way, would that help your cause financially, or are you allergic to money? Oh, no, that would help our cause, she said, but we have an agent that we're already committed to. At that moment, you'd say, can I ask you about that? Or you would say whatever your other agent would say, well, I don't know if you know this or not, but blah, 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 blah. And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask you about that? Yes, that makes her be quiet and listen. And I say, if I have and amazing strategy, and I do, and not one other agent on planet Earth, including the one you mentioned, has it, and I know you know that that agent does not have it. We already know that. And it would 1,000% guarantee you, and I re-asked the magic question that has no wrong answer, and she'd say the second time, not yes, but blah, 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 blah. I got an agent, got a what, got a, she'd say yes, I'm not allergic to money. Okay, so uh, can I explain step-by-step exactly how I can get you way, way more money than any other agent ever could? Yes. Okay, before I do that, when is the soonest realistically? So maybe I'll avoid crushing the competitors, resell them on the – but then I go to when. So the, the moral of the story is differentiating yourself from every other agent sells them on you caring more. Asking those questions is how to do that. Then you sell them on the product. First, I sell them on me. Then I sell them on the product. Then I crush the competitors. Then I resell them on the product. So you're not going to – when I plunk the tens of thousands of extra dollars in your hand, you're not going to be offended. Is that true? That's right. Okay. So when is the soonest, realistically, you could imagine moving day ever being? Well, we're not exactly sure. Okay. Well, is there any chance you would still be living in your house two years from today? Oh, no. There's no chance of that. Okay. Is there any chance you'd be living in your house still one year from today? Oh, no. Okay. Well, you know, which month can you imagine the soonest moving day. So I'm going to get that question answered and then I'm going to ask them a question. I'm going to say, can I explain step by step exactly how I get you the the extra money that you can never get any other way? Yes. Okay. Well, here's what, I, here's what we do. Step number one is we're going to meet. And when we meet, whenever that is, um, We're going to talk about one thing and one thing only, and that is exactly how to get you the extra money that no other agent. So when should I check back with you? Okay, so if I can't book it now, then it's when should I check back with you? So 
in all of that, it's about not skipping steps. And if you are great at that, then you're going to get to go. When you go, you do the fearless agent presentations. You're going to do listing and pricing and for sale by owner and buyer and investor with some people. There'll be all of those things. There'll be a buyer and a seller and an investor. And the key with each presentation, and you would do them in the right order, and everybody's different, but you know, you do them in the right order, is not skip any steps. So not skipping steps really is the secret. So goal, here write down this goal. Learn in every situation, face-to-face or on the phone, how to never skip steps. Okay, So that's the commitment you make. I'm never going to skip steps. In the heat of the moment when you're nervous and you think, oh my gosh, your feelings are going to get in the way of you making money. If you are nervous, that's a feeling. If you're fearful, that's a fear. What's the name of my company again? Fearless. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So we we're going to get rid of the fear. So the goal is um, just to take everything step by step and go slow and be calm. Now. I would keep track visually out in front of me. I did keep track, I should say. So I had a little form I used. I would keep track of the number of listing appointments on a weekly basis, by the way. So each week, I'd keep track of the number of hours, full hours prospecting. A full hour means from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. It doesn't mean 9 a.m. to 9.45. That's not a full hour. So I only want to know how many full hours. That's 8.59 to 9.01. That's a full hour that I prospect each week. So every time I do a full hour of prospecting, I would make a little hash mark, and then I'd know I, I did one hour. And then if I'm going to keep on calling after I go to the bathroom, of course, or take a coffee break, keep on going. Number of listing appointments scheduled. I want to know how many real listing appointments I scheduled. Not, not oh, I'd like to pop by as other uh, ridiculous coaches talk about, popping by. Not a FISBO visit. Oh, can I just come and take a look at your hat? No, we don't do that. It's a real listing appointment. That means all the decision makers are going to be there, husband and wife, partners, whatever. They're, they're, they're going to be there. They are going to be, I'm going to sell, real sellers. Uh, you have booked a two-hour, you've tricked them into a two-hour appointment without mentioning two hours, You, uh, which all fearless agents know how to do. You've gathered all the CMA information about their house to do a, a complete market analysis. You know how much they owe and you know how much they think their house would sell for their opinion of that, and if they, as you know, if you don't have all of that, then it doesn't count as a listing appointment scheduled. So, when I got all of that, I counted it as a listing appointment scheduled. I keep track of the listings I get. That's easy. All of them were at seven percent in one year, uh, and then I keep track of the number of sales that I made. That would be a buyer. Uh, that I put under contract. 
I kept track of the number of listings of mine that sold that went under contract, whether I sold it or somebody else did, uh, and the number of closings. So each week I know those things. And then the, the name and the property address associated with each one of those things and then the list price of the listings I listed, the sales price of the houses I put under contract, the listing sold price of my listings when they went under contract, at which price did it go under contract for, and then the closed price, which sometimes is different. So. I had all that information. So it's out in front of me. It's not hidden in a spreadsheet in my computer Well, I'll never see it except when I pop it up open to add something and then close it. I don't want it in there hidden. I want it out on the, out on the table. So I'm looking at it constantly and I go, oh, I'm a lazy slacker. I don't have enough stuff filled out on that. So it's a visual kind of am I hitting my goal, am I scheduling five, that kind of a thing. So um, – Keeping, keeping track of what you're doing really has an impact on whether you're going to hit your goal. So let's say your goal is to do – I give everybody the same goal. It's 40 listings. If, you're, if you want to do listings only or mostly, so for the, which is most of my coaching students. But again, I have people that do buyers only. So they would have a different goal. So 40 listings – a year sounds like a lot until you did 120 listings last year. Then it doesn't sound like so much. Um, so when I was talking to somebody this morning who's been on the show, but he was talking about a husband and wife team and they did 60 listings last year. And I said, well, that's, that's only 30 each. So that's two people. So they did 30. Each of them did 30. That's real. So uh, if you want to do 40, you by yourself or with an executive assistant, then how would you do that and take weekends off? So let's say you're not going to work Saturdays or Sundays. That means no phone calls, no emails, no texting about real estate on Saturday or Sunday. And you're going to do 40 listings. So you get to have a life. And that means you're going to have to schedule five listing appointments a week. Well, that's only one a day. So if you can delegate to an assistant all of the non-essential minimum wage type things you do, then you're going to have an easier life and you get to take the weekends off. It's hard to take weekends off, although you can use technology to do it. You can – you can say I will not be available till Monday morning, um, and I and I did that. I left a message saying, uh, uh, "If you're a, a real estate agent inquiring about my listings, my available listings are Oak Street, Palm Lane, Hubble, Seventy Fourth Street. My." Uh, uh, we're accepting backup offers on Vernon, Wilshire, and Lewis Avenue, and all of my other listings are are sold or under contract. and uh, And if you need an emergency help about something, you can call my assistant at you know. So th there's a way to do that with technology, but I didn't I I didn't work weekends. 
No Saturdays, no Sundays, no emails, no texting, no phone calls about real estate. Then I'm refreshed on Monday morning. So I just want you to visualize that. So why don't you just write that? Now, maybe that's not your dream, but let's say it is. So you could write 40 listings. Just write it on a little 3 by 5 card. 40 listings at 7% in the next 12 months. Weekends off, completely off, okay? Assistant. The assistant would have to be licensed. They would not be virtual. Licensed assistant in your office, okay? So let's say that's your goal. That would be a very achievable goal in your very first 12 months in real estate. I've had many people sign up for on their first day in real estate and do that. Now, I've had some people sign up, do exactly what I tell them, except for the assistant part. They do that wrong. They do things like take another agent with them on uh, listing appointments. No sane person would ever take another agent with them on a listing appointment. It's a one-person job. You don't need two people there. Um, husband and wife teams that I coach, they don't go together like it's a date. Uh, I need the other person doing their job, which is something else, generating money, not two people you know, on, the, on, the, on a one-person job. So it's easy to get off track. Uh, but if you do everything right, then you're going to have a nice, sane, easy life. So I worked long hours. You know, I got up. Uh, I, I'm not, I wasn't really. A, I wouldn't consider myself that much of an early, early riser. But I would pick up the phone at eight fifty nine a.m. Uh, if it was a weekday and I didn't have an appointment, any appointments that day, I would get off the phone at. Uh, well, I did it at nine p.m. But these days, I would recommend 8.01 p.m., last phone call. And that's if you want to. I did that because I wanted to, not because I had to. Nobody made me do that. I just chose to do that. But I also chose to not work on Saturdays or Sundays. So if you want Saturdays and Sundays off and you still want to make the same amount of money, then work long hours. So it would not be uncommon that I would uh, prospect in the morning, go to lunch at noon, have a 2.30 listing appointment. Then I eat dinner at 5 after getting the listing and then uh, then go to my 7 p.m. listing appointment and not get out of there until 10, get, get home till 10. So, you know, listed two houses that are all my listings sold, no expired listings ever. So that uh, that's a profitable day. So if I'm not doing the listing appointment at night, but I am doing one in the middle of the day, I'd be exhausted after the first listing show. So then I would take the night off and and then um, not work on the weekends. The assistant or partner did every other thing. So I didn't have to ever enter a listing into the MLS. I never had to deal with uh, – you know, any anything really. I just all all that I did was prospect. I did CMAs, I did prospecting, I did presenting. So write that down on your card. CMAs plus prospecting plus presenting. So if that's your whole job, forty listings 
licensed assistant, CMAs, plus prospecting, plus presentations, then uh, you're going to have a nice, easy, very profitable and calm existence in real estate. And that would be my my goal for you. So uh, if any of the stuff we talk about here in the big 200th episode of Fearless Agent. Congratulations, by the thank way. You, thank you. And to you. You, were, you had to endure it right along with me. <laughs> I'm waiting for my gift. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I've got, well, I think there's a cup of coffee in it for you. Thank you. Do you drink coffee? I do. Oh, thank God. Okay. Well, that's going to be special. Well, it is. So if any of this stuff makes sense to you and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, and you're open to the idea of having some help, if you would like to learn more, I had somebody just sign up on the way here and and uh, she was very nice and she had uh, been uh, recommended by another coaching student and she had already watched uh, a bunch of the videos on my website. She has listened to episodes of the podcast. She is a good fit for what we do. Uh, she said, I would be willing to do what you tell me to do as prescribed. So that is part of what makes my coaching a good fit for you because I don't coach people who are not willing to do what I tell them to. There are people that I say, you should do this, and they don't do that. That's a different thing. That's fine. But when you say, yes, I am going to do that, I expect you to do it as prescribed so you don't end up getting in trouble, hurting yourself, you know, having having problems that uh, are needless. So it's just about not skipping steps, learning five presentations, all that kind of stuff, learning the words to say on the phone. So uh, you can call me anytime uh, if you want to see if it might be a good fit for you. I love talking to realtors. I don't want you to think you're bothering me. Please don't email me or don't text me because – I coach people never to email and never to text because those are very, very bad habits, dangerous habits, as a matter of fact, in sales. Call me at 480-385-8810. If you happen to be a real estate company owner and you are recruiting fewer agents than you wish you were and you uh, will be open to having some help with that or if you'd like to have a fearless agent event just for your company, we do two-day events one-day events, half-day events. Uh, if any of that sounds like fun or helpful to you, you can call me again, 480-385-8810. want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. If you're an owner, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. And until next week, after you give us a five-star review of this wonderful podcast, Big uh, five. have Big five. fun. Be humble, but most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang.